Hello, and welcome to the BNP Paribas Asset Management Talking Heads podcast. Every week, Talking Heads will bring you in-depth insights and analysis through the lens of sustainability on the topics that really matter to investors. In this episode, we'll be discussing generative artificial intelligence with a specialist investor from our team in Boston. I'm Andy Craig, co-head of the Investment Insights Center, and I'm delighted to be joined today by Derek Glynn, Associate Portfolio Manager responsible for information technology and communication services in the U.S. equities team in Boston, Massachusetts. Welcome, Derek, and thanks for joining me. Hi, Andy. It's great to be here. Now, Derek, tech stocks have been attracting a lot of investor interest recently. And investors have budding optimism with respect to artificial intelligence. Information technology, or IT spending, has slowed in recent quarters, but the sector is still seen as resilient given the many drivers of secular growth. So perhaps to start, it would be helpful if you could explain what the key themes are in technology that you're focusing on for the second half of 2023 and also longer term. I think we could see growth in cloud spend bottom out in the second half of the year for the major cloud providers and potentially reaccelerate in the calendar fourth quarter. For context, there's been this longer term trend of digital transformation where companies are shifting resources and IT workloads to the cloud for cost efficiencies and the benefits of elasticity where compute can dynamically scale with changes in demand. That growth in cloud spend has decelerated for multiple quarters now, most recently growing around 20% year over year for the major cloud providers in the last calendar quarter versus over 40% five to six years ago. Broadly speaking, companies have seemed cautious on the macro over the past year. They've chosen to optimize their existing workloads instead of starting new ones. But that can only be done for so long, and there is this strong pull to digitally transform. And as year-over-year growth comparisons also ease in the back half of the year, I'm optimistic that growth will trough and potentially reaccelerate. Given the scale and importance that the cloud providers have in the tech ecosystem, I think a pickup in growth would be a nice driver for the space overall. And longer term, you know, that theme of digital transformation and the shift to the cloud is still intact. There's a very long growth runway here, just given most IT workloads are still on-premise. Secondly, I think there's going to be a continued focus on profitability and margin expansion. The world today at 5% interest rates is a lot different than 0% rates. Debt and equity capital are more expensive for most companies today than two years ago. It's more challenging to fund growth with those types of capital raises. And as a result, we've seen many technology companies strive for profitability if they were previously incurring losses. And those that were already profitable are focused on expanding margins. I think we'll continue to see that as long as interest rates stay at these levels or if they move higher. Finally, general artificial intelligence is emerging as a key focus. It's an exciting technology that I think could potentially usher in a new wave of innovation in the economy. Well, let's let's talk a little bit more about uh, generative artificial intelligence. Uh, I mean, perhaps to begin with, could you explain why this technology is so important potentially? 
Generative AI is a technology that can generate content from a text-based prompt. The more technical definition is it's a large language model trained on a vast amount of data, and it was designed to predict the next word in a sequence. With more and more data and the right type of training, it's been able to reach advanced levels of reasoning. And a simple proof point is one of the models attaining top decile type scores on some difficult tests like the uniform bar exam or the biology Olympiad. This technology is still in very early stages, but there's already a breadth of use cases from things like writing essays to summarizing data or even assisting developers with generating code. It's also conversational in the sense that queries can tie into previous prompts so that the dialogue with this chatbot flows in a really natural, human-like way. And that's a lot different from traditional search, where it can feel like with each query, you're starting anew. Another development is it's evolving into more of a multimodal format. So instead of text-based prompt and text output, we're starting to see this technology move more into images, video, and audio input and generation. If we were to extend these capabilities out to maybe what this could ultimately look like, imagine a world where we have access to all of these specialized virtual assistants via a smartphone or an augmented reality device. So we may have an AI virtual shopping assistant who can recommend clothes based on our sizes, preferences, and budget and then source those clothes from a disparate set of local online merchants. We may have a virtual health assistant who creates a meal plan and workout routine that's customized for us based on our schedules, preferences, and based on data it collects from syncing with a wearable on our wrist, for instance. We could have an entertainment assistant that generates custom short video clips for us based on the genre of movies we're interested in. So, so there's a plethora of use cases and hopefully some exciting potential developments ahead. Yeah, it certainly sounds like this is potentially a very uh, profound change in terms of uh, the way we live and the, the whole digital transformation. If we just move on to investors and, and why this matters for investors, you know, let's, let's just keep it very simple. Why should investors care about generative artificial intelligence and what are the risks and opportunities? In terms of opportunities and, and why investors should care, generative AI can unlock new growth avenues and help companies get more cost efficient. You know, on the growth side, there will be new products and new capabilities driven by this faster pace of innovation. So that opens up revenue opportunities. And on the cost side, I think there's simply opportunities to do more with less. So developers can write more code per hour. Call centers or customer service help desks, they can be AI-assisted and handle more questions on, on their own without the intervention of a human. And these types of things can drive cost efficiency. I think the businesses that are well-positioned to benefit would be those that develop the foundational models themselves, those providing the compute and storage resources to enable this, the hardware or semi-supply chain that also enables the training and inference of this technology. I think they will see incremental demand. 
And finally, those with proprietary data that can find ways to weave the technology into their existing offering to develop new products or improve existing products to better retain their customers. So imagine you're on the sales team at a large company and you're responsible for retaining or prospecting hundreds of clients. And your company just released a new exciting product. You can use Generative AI to draft an email introducing this product to your clients, describing its unique features, and helping prove out the potential ROI or return on investment of that new product. That email can be personalized based on the data you have on each of your clients in terms of their size, geographic location, preferred language, what type of business and interactions you've had with the client before. This is something which I think the technology would be quite good at doing. In terms of risks, whenever there's an emergence of a technology like this that's gaining rapid adoption, I think some companies could get disrupted or disintermediated, particularly if they don't adapt quick enough. So for all the promise and opportunity this technology holds, it could also weaken economic moats or at the very least put into question the durability of growth for some existing businesses. So some software businesses, for instance, without a strong value proposition or without proprietary data could face more competition. Content itself may become more commoditized because the generation of it is nearly free and in the hands of consumers where they can personalize it to how they want. And this technology can also be viewed as a competitor to online education companies because generative AI is really good at tutoring in certain subjects. Right. I mean, there's been obviously a lot about generative artificial intelligence in the news lately. So the question, one of the questions is, where do you think investor sentiment is with respect to this exciting new technology? And of course, the really big and important question is, is it being overhyped? Is too much being made of this, uh, this new technology? I think it's overhyped in the short run, but underhyped in the long run. It's definitely garnered an explosion of interest from the media, from consumers who are trying it out, from management teams who are thinking about how this could impact their business, and then also from investors themselves. So there is a lot of excitement, but given how early stages it is, I think it's going to be a while before it's truly needle moving for most from a revenue standpoint. And companies, they they need confidence that their data or that their customer's data is going to be secure, that the output of the models is going to be accurate, that there's strong cybersecurity defenses, that any inherent bias in the models is minimized or eliminated, and that they're not violating copyright laws and that attribution's being done correctly. So there's many things that need to still be ironed out with the technology, and all of that could prolong the period before companies ultimately adopt this and ultimately realize revenue from it or other benefits from it. So it does seem a little overhyped in the short run, and we've already seen a nice expansion in multiples for certain technology stocks exposed to this theme. Uh, On the other hand, Given how transformational it can be, I think many are still underestimating its longer-term impact from a five-year-plus standpoint. 
So ultimately, I think the technology will impact all of us on some level in the same way the internet and smartphones did. And I think investors should pay close attention to the developments of generative AI. Derek, thank you very much for your analysis and thank you for joining me today. It's a fascinating topic and I'm sure we'll be coming back to you regularly for updates on how generative artificial intelligence is developing um, and the impact it is having in terms of financial markets and the opportunities for investors. That's it for this week's episode of Talking Heads. If you'd like more information, please reach out to your BNP Paribas Asset Management contact or check out Viewpoint, our website for investment insights at viewpoint.bnpparibas-am.com. If you like Talking Heads, please leave us a positive review and a nice rating. We recommend subscribing to Talking Heads on your favorite podcast channel, and you'd receive the podcast episodes every Monday afternoon. You've been listening to the BNP Paribas Asset Management Talking Heads podcast with me, Andy Craig, and Derek Glynn from our Boston, Massachusetts office, specialist in information technology and communication within the U.S. equities team. Please do join us again next week. Until then, take care. This presentation includes a discussion on current market events and is not intended as investment advice or an offer of products or services by BNP Paribas Asset Management. Please keep in mind that the information and analysis in this presentation is only current as of the publication date.